Before we jump into this episode, let's hear from our friend Nolan and every podcast I love is dead. Do you love music? Music news and guest interviews with artists from all around the world across many different genres? My name's Nolan and I love music. In fact, I love music so much I created a podcast entirely dedicated to it called Every Podcast I Love is Dead. Every week is a brand new episode where I interview musicians, artists, podcasters, radio hosts, and so much more. New episodes are available every Thursday on all your favorite podcast streaming platforms, and you can check us out on social media and at everypodcastiloveisdead.com. Hope you can join me. Hello everyone, I am Matthew Thomas, this is Super Cool Radio, thank you so much for tuning in on the audio or video platform of your choice, I have a great show lined up, I'll be chatting with all three members of Dystopica coming up very soon, but before I bring on my guests, I'm going to feature You Can't Look Away This Time off their Perception EP, check it out.
have some great guests joining me for this episode from Connecticut. Please welcome heavy metal band Dystopica. How are you? What's up? Thank you guys so much for hanging out with me. I'll introduce everyone real quick. So on vocals is Becky, on guitar is Rob, and on drums is Eric. Thanks so, for having us, man. Appreciate it being here. Yeah, of course. Thank you guys so much uh, for, for having us. Yeah, for uh, joining me here on this episode. Uh, so before we really dive into everything, a uh, fun question to kick this uh, interview off. Uh, outside of your own original music, what is the hardest song you guys have learned to play? Well, we haven't done a lot of covers. Oh, well, I guess on our own. Uh, if uh, you want to, you want you're talking about just us as musicians on our yes. own, like okay, either as as a band or just as a musician. Mm, oh boy, gosh. <laughs> Putting you guys on the spot a little bit with the first question. Totally. The funny, the funny thing is that I'm trying to think of a, a really difficult song that I managed to actually play all the way through. <laughs> you're still you've attempted? Because I well, because yeah, it's usually usually in my case, it's I'll take attempts or I'll attempt it or I'll take bits and pieces of it. You know, I, I think the the hardest one that I tried. And didn't get very, I think most I can do maybe just a little bit of the beginning and that's about it is, is, uh, let's see, that's, uh, oh my God. It's, it's an, it's a necrophagist song. I just forgot the title. I think it's called only Ash remains. And of course, being that they're a tech death band, it's like, it kind of goes without saying that song is going to be hard. <laughs> 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 Definitely, for sure, I can see that. Um, for me, I'd probably say, not in terms of like difficulty of song, I'd say, but trying to get these songs clean on the drums is just a nightmare, usually, uh, pun intended. Um, the song would be Nightmare by Avenged Sevenfold, uh, or probably Death's Hand by The Amity of Affliction. Just a lot of a lot of fast double bass parts that you got to get, like really precise. So always fun to play them, though. For me, um, it's hard to say. Like, I guess when it comes to metal and rock, um, I used to be in a cover band covering like Rush, and before I got like the low register of my voice, like really like, like I can sing low now, um, good, but uh, it would be Free Will. I had a, that was challenging. <laughs> Definitely, uh, definitely. I think anything Rush doesn't sound very easy at yeah. all anyway. <laughs> That's why I haven't attempted it yet. <laughs> you just go to Avenge Sevenfold, which is, you know, just so much more easier, of course. Right. <laughs> they've, been, uh, they've been blessed with some great drummers throughout the years, for sure. So always fun to try to give a stab at their stuff. Oh, yeah, definitely. I was actually listening to Avenge a couple of days ago. I was listening to the Nightmare album. Oh, perfect. Yeah, definitely my second favorite one. Uh, City of Evil is probably my first favorite album, but Nightmare's up there. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was talking to my friend who was a huge Event Sevenfold fan, so we were, we were comparing albums. So he, he went with uh, Waking the Fallen as his favorite. Ooh, that's another stellar choice. Yeah. Honestly, most of their albums are pretty good, so like you can't, you really can't go wrong. No, definitely not. 
All right, so for you guys, before uh, Dystopica, which, uh, uh, how'd you guys get started as musicians? Uh, I started singing uh, when I was like 10. I started taking voice lessons <laughs> for a long time. I started with classical. I still sing classical music, but now I do both classical and metal. I suppose I can try to make a long story short. <laughs> it's it's uh, it, the the thing is between the three of us, I am the oldest by quite a lot. <laughs> so I'm in my mid thirties, so I've got quite a few years of experience already. But if I was to, if I was to say you know kind of just how I got started, really you know I was I was always interested in music when I was little, and then my uh, let's see, my first couple instruments were violin, piano, didn't really stick with them much. Then my first long-term instrument, which eventually became my primary instrument, and eventually I ended up getting a degree in it, was French horn. And then I taught myself guitar once I started high school, and I've been, and that's been my secondary ever since. And in that span of time, I've been with, uh, quite a few bands during that span, including this one, so. Just like Rob, I'll try to make a long story short. Um, growing up, my dad was always a drummer. Um, he was in like wedding bands and stuff when he was my age. Um, my mom was always super interested in music, but she told me she was scared of her band teacher, so she dropped out uh, and it was her biggest regret according to her. So she was always pushing me to do something. Uh, when I was five, uh, we had a piano teacher come to the house, try to teach me. Didn't really take to it uh, too much. Then I tried bopping around between bass guitar, cello, um, trumpet, baritone horn. Uh, and then once third grade came, I became like obsessed with Green Day. Uh, and I would just take a drum pad and my parents' couch in the basement and just start trying to play whatever I could, try to mimic Trey Cool. Uh, and then once they saw that I was more serious about it, I think towards the age of 13, uh, I made the switching concert band at middle school um, to go to the percussion section, started taking drum set lessons uh, once a week and just developed a true love for it and never really looked back, uh, whether it was just playing for a couple hours after school every day on my kit or trying to get involved in different bands uh, before this one. Uh, just always trying to do something with music, so I'm very glad she had me stick with it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, so you said your dad was a drummer, correct, right, Eric? Yep. So how much of an influence was he on uh, on you as a drummer? I would say that was honestly like probably the biggest push for me. Uh, when I first started playing like bass guitar, that was like the rock sound that I wanted, um, but I was never really taking to like actually playing the guitar. There was just something about it that didn't really feel too natural. Uh, I don't know if it was just because it was bass or what, but I wasn't really like as into it. Like I learned a few ACDC songs, a few Green Day songs, but I always kind of like would, when I go to shows, I would stare at the drummer. Uh, even when I was trying to learn the bass, I would just take a drum pad and just kind of fiddle around with that instead. Uh, so finally they were like, why don't you just try it, make the switch. Uh, and then obviously hearing and like seeing videos of my dad playing from when he was younger and stuff, I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta do that. That looks so much fun. And then he brought out his, uh, he had a massive Slingerland kit that was like four rack toms, floor tom, like five crash cymbals. I was like, how could I not love this? So. 
Right on, definitely for sure. Uh, so for for Rob, uh, how do you get a degree in French horn? I didn't know that was possible. Uh, well, so so my um, of the four, uh, sorry, of the three of the three different colleges I went to. <laughs> so one of so one of them, my first one, it was a, I did a bachelor's in Spanish and general music at Binghamton University, and. I kind of I, I said to myself I really wanted to get into performance because, you know, I was really interested in playing still, and I found out oh I was like I can get paid for this, that's interesting. So then I was like all right well let's see what this is all about. So I went and I got a I got a master's degree in it, and then you know from that and then from that point forward, which is kind of what I'm really shooting for now, I eventually. Uh, decided that I wanted to teach it. So now I have, that's why I now have both as like kind of a dual focus for me so that I can, so that I can kind of have a bit of, a bit of both worlds, if you will. So, you know, the, the horn for teaching, for teaching like the band kids and then, and the brass kids and then the guitar for teaching like the, for teaching like the elementary kids or the, or the middle school general music kids. So Gotcha. I was just curious the way you said that. I, I didn't know that that was an actual thing to do. So, oh yeah, I'm curious. That's kind of what Becky's degree is going to be in, isn't it? Yours is in yes. performance. Yes, a voice performance, and then uh, I'm going to get my master's in music education, so I can teach music. Oh, good. Right on. And That's news to me. So. <laughs> yeah. Happy to hear it. <laughs> Thank I you for your time. When you took the business route, <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe marketing and management wouldn't be a bad idea, but kind of wish I could go back and do music too. <laughs> yeah, I, I I did marketing too, and uh, yeah, it, it just I, I just didn't work out. <laughs> I hear you, man. I'm right there with you. <laughs> I think just because like uh, there's a lot of people who do marketing, and it just seems like everyone everyone's doing it. So there's just so much right. competition. With it, just yeah. Also, very that's why, that's, that's why I have this podcast. There you go. <laughs> Begging for you, how did you like really develop your vocals? Because like I especially noticed with uh, this uh, dystopia is the vocals are very intense. Like how how did you develop that? Well, I started um, like I said with a you know classically trained singing classical music and. I always wanted my voice to be grittier, so like it took me a while to get the sound I wanted. Which um, even now, like um, when writing, like you know, just there's like certain register, like uh, range, like within my vocal range, there's certain um, notes where like I can really use like my false chords better. Like so, it's you know, um, yeah, I didn't start doing that until like a couple years ago a year year and a half ago as i was writing music for this band I'm like i really need my voice to uh you know get gritty <laughs> so now um i so i combined the like two elements i i definitely know that, uh, the music but also with the vocals it it, it really matches uh, very well just because of the intensity of just the songs and of your vocals as well Mm -hmm. 
So, so now, like, for all of you guys, like, how did you guys meet and, uh, like, uh, come together uh, as a band? So, uh, I met Eric when we, when I originally formed the band back in 2019 at a uh, previous recording studio. And then I met Rob in 2020 at college. Okay. Right on. I... Very cool. Uh, just like to, you know, obviously, when you guys were talking about the music. It makes sense now that you guys went to college together, so that makes sense. Uh, but for uh, for you guys, uh, was was that uh, pretty much uh, for, from your uh, from your side as well? Yeah, yeah. I um, I was at in the excuse me. <laughs> at the time, I was trying to get a second project going uh, with a couple buddies, and one of them runs a studio. And he texted me one day out of nowhere uh, and he was like, hey, there's uh, this person that is coming into the studio. She wants to record like a hard rock, heavy metal kind of project. Uh, and she's looking for a drummer. Any chance you want to do like a track or two? I was like, absolutely. So I uh, got very lucky on that one. I uh, came into the studio. We recorded our first version of one of our songs. I believe it was Broken. Um, yes, which it was. Is going through, <laughs> it's gone through a few other uh, uh, makeovers since then um and then yeah she uh out that same day she was like hey uh, any chance you want to be in a band and i was more than excited to be in it so thank you <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's pretty much how um i mean becky approached me and that was in my gosh that must have been i think that was in my second that was either my second semester i think it was my second semester at westcon i was going there to to get my degree in music education because, you know, I already I already had a degree in Spanish ed, but I really wanted to, I really have been wanting to teach music. So this was kind of my opportunity to, to, to get there. And I know, and Becky, you know, approached me because, you know, she's, uh, she's like, oh, hey, this is, you know, it's, um, you know, he, uh, I'm, we met through this other guitar player there. Um, his name's Victor. And uh, we, he, uh, and she came up to me and said, oh, hey, you want to record? For my band and i said oh yeah sure you know and <laughs> the rest is history very very cool just uh you guys seem to to really work well together especially uh you know obviously i've been checking out the music music videos all that stuff uh you you guys you work very well together thank, thank you. you thank you but, uh for because we're you're talking about like with uh, makeovers for songs and that stuff so how do you guys build a song like what is the writing process for you guys um, well, I write, like, all the music and lyrics, I write it in a Muse score, and then I send it to them, and we, like, change it in the studio, we make some changes, they add their own spin on it, Rob writes all the solos, so, when it comes to the first DP, though, uh, we did, like, make a lot of revisions to the songs, the EP that's out, uh, like, Broken, there was, like, few versions of it. <laughs> I think we're on like our third version now, right? Yeah. <laughs> but definitely like this one uh, the best, I'd say. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I agree. <laughs> like to say, like, broken is finally fixed. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool. You guys like really, um, like really hammer out and actually work out, you know, through a couple versions to get like the sound and the song mm -hmm. that you guys want. Yeah, it was hard because, um, too, with uh, COVID, um, it slowed down the, like, recording process and stuff. But, 
Yeah, I mean, definitely, like, we are working on a second EP, and it moved a lot quicker. Yeah. <laughs> I would agree. Yeah, so. But very good to hear, and uh, I definitely look forward to listening to new music uh, from you guys that really enjoyed the, the first EP. So, uh, Thank you. For, for the second one, um, can you give a little, any hints of, like, what kind of direction, music, uh, like, anything about the, uh, the upcoming EP? So, uh, I'm really... Uh, happy about the second one. Um, I love the first one that's out. I mean, I, I you know, I love all the songs. Um, and there's some songs on it that are like really special to me. Uh, but um, I think the second one, we really found our sound as a band with it. And all the it takes all the elements in the first one and expands on them. Like it's heavier. Um, the progressive songs on it are more progressive. So fighting yeah i was about to say the second the second ep is definitely going to be much is a definitely much more progressive and definitely more technical record than the first one definitely a lot of layers to these songs uh, and like becky said i think we really found our our sound now uh, obviously it's going to keep growing the more we keep doing stuff but it's it'll be exciting for sure and i think uh, a lot of people have a lot of good stuff to look forward to coming from us well, I really like the sound of, of all of that, but it, it is really cool. Like for you guys, like the um, the progressive element of like it's not just like heavy metal. You guys throw in some, you know, a lot of different stuff to make it like uh, that progressive sound, which is a very, you know, it covers a lot of different bases when I say progressive as well. Mm -hmm. But I think it's very cool. It shows like your guys' range. That's like it's not just metal. We we have other um, elements and influences that we can throw into this mm -hmm. stuff. I think that makes it really cool. Thank you. Thank you. And another uh, very cool thing I wanted to cover, I was watching this last night, so I wanted to get your guys' perspective on it. So the music video for The Seasons, how was it filming that? It was so much fun. Yeah, that was, <laughs> was, a, was a very, very fun day. It was fun, but part of part of me kind of wishes that the, that the Delta variant wasn't going on. I was, I was being very cautious that day. That's why I had my mask. <laughs> but <laughs> at, it was recorded at the time of the, of the Delta variant, so... I kind of wish that wasn't going on so we could be a little more like like how it was for the last video we did. Yeah, which is that is for the uh, a single that will be released on the new EP. We did everything uh, more in advance this time. Yeah. So we already got a video of one of them. <laughs> well, I, that's another great thing I really look forward to. But I, to yeah. hear your point, Rob, it's, um, you know, for what, you know, what was going on in the world, I think you guys did probably, probably the best and obviously the safest, um, you know, way to do a music video. I think the, the end result, I think, is something really cool. Thank you. Thank you. I, I agree. I was going to say the, um, my, I think the coolest thing that this, this, this camera crew had done, because I, because uh, in my experience, I've actually never worked with a, with a camera crew, crew like this. So I thought it was really cool that they could take like slow motion, slow motion, and all these other really, all these other really complex techniques that you know, you know, you only see on YouTube or somewhere, and, and you just never get to see what it's like in real life to see them actually like put it together. So it was really neat to see them do that. Definitely, it was super seamless yeah. with them too. They're true professionals, and they just made it so fun and so easy to do. It was, like I said, it was a super cool day all around, and I couldn't be happier with the end result.
And I think what was cool for you guys, like, it really just captured, to me, it really looked like you guys were just jamming, having a great time together. That, like, that's kind of my takeaway from the from the music video. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I'd say it was pretty, I would say it was pretty intimate, you know, considering that there was a, it was a smaller room with the three of us, with just the three of us, more or less. Yeah, definitely. And I'm, I'm going to drop a link for, uh, for the music video in the description. Make sure to check it out uh, with all the other links in there as well. But I do always try to throw in one wacky question before I wrap up this interview. So for you guys, uh, what are five things that are guaranteed to be in your refrigerator? Five things. <laughs> I, I stole this question from another podcast, but you didn't hear that from me. <laughs> that makes you think. I like that one. <laughs> well, five things in my refrigerator. Okay. So I can go, I can definitely say the first thing is going to be ginger ale because I just, I love ginger ale. Which brand? Canada Dry. The only brand. The <laughs> only, the only one that actually tastes legit to me that tastes like real ginger. <laughs> you know, every, all the other ones just taste like, like corn syrup. Like, <laughs> like, they taste, like you can tell like they're, like they're just like Schweppes or, uh, what else? What was the other one? Seagrams, you know, just doesn't do it for me. It's got to be Canada Dry. Then I'd say the next thing if I'd say the next thing is a Coke is a Coke, Coke Zero. I usually go with Zero or Diet because I'm trying to kind of cut down on the sugar, so I usually go with Zero. And if it's not that, it's Pepsi One. I think it's called Pepsi One or Pepsi. I can't remember. Whatever, whatever their zero calorie one is. So, Going the whole soda route, I like it. Yeah, <laughs> Got the whole soda aisle. <laughs> pretty much, and then I'd say, and then I'd say, of course, uh, my favorite dish in the entire world: some kind of pizza mm -hmm. with black olives as the topping. Ooh, okay, because that's my favorite topping. And then I would say the last thing I would have is is the absolute necessity for a balanced breakfast, a giant gallon of milk. All right. <laughs> Mostly liquids and pizza. I like it. <laughs> I, also, uh, I, um, I also ha would have, uh, well, I do have a uh, soda in my fridge, Coke, but regular um, or Pepsi. Um, milk, eggs, water, and uh, um, probably also pizza, but cheese pizza. Ooh. Okay. There you go. Um, for me, I'd say it's usually a safe bet that there's some sort of beer in there. Um, <laughs> some variation of a leftover, whether it's Thai food or pizza. Uh, usually that's cheese or pepperoni for the pizza. Uh, so we cover all toppings here. Um, some sort of shredded cheese, usually. I like to cook with cheese a lot. Um, usually eggs and... Um, trying to think. There's usually some sort of like uh, like maybe cupcakes or something in there too, uh, depending if we get a chance to go to a local bakery or not. But super healthy, as you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> you bookend it with beer and uh, cupcakes, so of course it is. Got to cover all groups, you know? <laughs> Very good. That's just a wacky question I like to throw in uh, to keep everything lively and fun here on Super Cool Radio. 
But uh, for you guys, what are the goals for this uh, this topic for 2022? What what what's the plan? So we, like I said, we're um, planning on releasing a second EP, including uh, two singles before we release it. Um, and we're also going to release a cover song that we recorded. Um, and we are also planning on touring in the fall, doing some shows locally. So really want to make a big impact on the scene if we can, now that things are kind of starting to lift again, get back mm -hmm. to normal. So I think it's really our chance to kind of take off if we can. Yeah, I'm pretty much gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say what Be both Becky and Eric said. It's <laughs> pretty much the same thing. Um, I'm. Uh, you know, I've already. I've already gotten messages from some of my my pals here here locally. They've already asked <laughs> asked us to do shows, right. and uh, you know, we're still we're still kind of in the in the rehe rehearsing process of everything, just getting it all together. But I told them once we're ready to go, we'd be glad to. <laughs> so definitely. Right on, Sunday. you got some great plans for 2022 uh, and uh, with you know live shows in the fall. I definitely hope uh, everything works out for you guys uh, for that as well, but I also look forward to the new music, music video, and uh, cover song, all that stuff. Sounds like it's going to be really awesome. Thank you. We're hoping. Should Thank be. You. Yes. <laughs> and before we go, so uh, if anyone's interested, where can they find Dystopica online? We have uh, our Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, YouTube. We um, if you go on Instagram, we actually our link uh in the bio is our link tree, and it has all our social media, Bandcamp. So, yeah, we still have copies of our CDs and T-shirts as well, posters yes. too, I think. So, right, on. I'm gonna I'm gonna drop some links in the description. Please check out Stream Support. Give a like to Dystopica. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. On the Really great time. Thank you for and, having uh, us. Yeah, yeah thank you for having us, man. Of course. I really look forward to seeing uh, how you guys progress for this year and the new music as well. But uh, for Becky, Eric, and Rob of Dystopica, I am your host as always, Matthew Thomas. Thank you so much for watching and listening to Super Cool Radio. Stay frosty. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Thank you.